Welcome to another episode of Lords of Consciousness, the LOC podcast. I am here flying solo again. I'm Clint, in case any of you didn't know. And today I'm joined by my homeboy, Jeffrey the Man Jones. How are you, Jeff? Hello, Lords of Consciousness. <laughs> and hello, Clint. How are we doing today? Dude, today's been a great day. Honestly. Awesome. Yeah, a really, really good day. You know? Right. Battle I've been battling some uh battling, battling some demons and and uh actually having a lot of success at it, so and then well, having being rewarded for it in the end, you know? Sure. That's where it's sure. at, dude. <laughs> you, we get these um universal loops, I think. Right, heft, right, and we have to. It's going to come back again, and we better get it right, right, and therefore it's going to keep coming back. Dude, keep failing that test. You couldn't. Right? Have, oh yeah, universal loop. I like how you say that. You sure? Because you know the universe loves us, wants to teach us things. Isn't that true? I think so. Anyway, I think so. On our side, dude. It's I think. On our side. I think. Um, all mo- all the evidence points to that believe it or not even well, the ba- yes. even the bad shit cuz so often we can sit and say man look at all the bad things that are happening in the world how can there even be a god or a you know what i mean just something divine but and- have you ever just sat there and pondered well what if it's us causing this weird weather you know? <laughs> what if it's you know all stemming from the human brain all this crazy weather because there's so much, you know, insecurity in the world, so much unrest and all the other. Oh, nice. So you're saying kind of like climate change could possibly be correlated to the health of the collective? Absolutely. Why not? It seems like a plausible uh, theory. I've actually never heard anyway. that. Before. I mean, I've honestly there's... never heard that before, dude. Well, sure. I mean, you know, if everything stems from energy, then wouldn't weather be part of this kind of matrix, too? I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's weirder than we think it is. We already know that. (laughs) (laughs) And, And if you don't think it is, folks, do the five dried grams of psilocybin as your subconscious Take a walk with you for a little while. Take a walk on and the then, wild uh, side. Oh, well, it is. It mm-hmm. is. It's, it's terrifying for those who haven't done this kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, I think the others, like, that we've been finding here the last year that do partake in the psychedelic experience, um, it's like a brotherhood. And, <laughs> well said. You know, and and you know we are now finally finding the others, and it's magnificent. I really it's changed my life. Oh yeah, oh yeah, very I, significantly. That brotherhood that you talked about—it's funny. You know where I felt that the most is in the Terrence McKenna group, in terms of the brotherhood of psychedelics, is what I mean. Well, yeah, um, and and yeah. The, in fact, that's where you and I met—is the irony. And, uh, it's, it's, that's kind of actually how, what our friendship truly was started on was, yeah, was I would psych- like a weird. psychedelic brotherhood. 
It's a great <laughs> forum for me to post my psychedelic offerings. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and uh, that only got a smattering of applause on my regular Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. Yep, you found your home, dude. <laughs> and when I found you guys and would get 50 likes on a post, it would just blow my mind. I would be just completely amazed by that, you know, because yeah, here even, for the even, last few years, I was just toiled away here in Green Valley. You, you live in Green Didn't Valley, you live in Green Valley, Arizona, for all those who are wondering, <laughs> just south of Tucson, close to Mexico. About 40 miles away from the border. Yeah, so for and, those who don't um, know. And it's absolutely gorgeous. I love it. It really is. People don't real, people don't realize how beautiful Southern Arizona is. It's a very beautiful place, even by the border. Super awesome, man. It's really yeah, beautiful. and then with the mountains, you know, it's just so peaceful to uh, be in the valley, mm-hmm. looking at those majestic purple mountains and <laughs> having them change color with the, you know, the way the sun is angled and so forth. Yeah. I just love it. I don't know. I get a sense of peace. Oh, and I have from from the moment I got here ten years ago till now, I still feel that peace, you know. Oh, and yeah. I can't, you know, and I had a really crazy upbringing, and you know, I started drinking when I was very young. You grew up in Erie, and Pennsylvania. That led to right? a lot of dysfunction. Yes, I grew up in Erie, PA. Um, it is. Uh, Right there in between Cleveland and Buffalo, New York, right along Lake Erie there. And, you know, I had a pretty decent childhood. You know, um, my folks got divorced when I was young and they tried to get back together. And it didn't work out. And, you know, I think a lot of my depression stemmed from that moment when they separated as it does with a lot of kids, I think. Oh, yeah. And a lot of these kids today are from broken homes, and you can see the dysfunction spilling over. And it, it, it just, I went through that, you know. I went through the whole thing with the alcohol as a, you know, um, as, a, as a way to hide from, you know, the severe dysfunction. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think I had three underage drinking fines, 16, 17, and 18. And I went into the military after that on a waiver. So this is back in 1988. And I went into the military um, under the indoctrination of the Red Threat. You know, that's when the Soviet Union was still. Mm-hmm. I remember that. You know, George, heyday, George Bush but, uh, Senior was being. Yeah, elected. I served under. I served under uh, George the First. Um, George the First. You know, <laughs> King I, George. As far the as I'm concerned, um, back in those days, we were all asleep. Oh yeah. You know, the, the egg hadn't been cracked yet. There was so, a real underground movement back then. You know, like the people following Terrence McKenna. uh, It just had a different paradigm to it. The whole fucking thing did. Right. And, um, you know, 
it was an interesting experience because, you know, I, I went in at a young age, I was 18 mm -hmm. and I really had no discipline up until that point. I was just kind of a carefree, uh, stoner type of artist guy. Kind of like I am now. <laughs> and what has changed, dude? <laughs> but, you know, so much more naive, of course, you yeah. know. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm thrust into this 200-year-old system of uh, making you a man, so to speak. Right. And, you know, it was, it, was, uh, it was traumatic for me. At least the first 10 days of it were. Oh, geez, I can't even imagine, bro. You know, because I was, it was just so out of my element. And, but you know what, to this day, I do not regret it. And I, and, you know, it changed me in, in, in good and beneficial ways. It's and, good, uh, you know, into this day, I, I'm still able to go up to the, uh, to the VA for my yearly checkup, you know, and I'm grateful for that. You know, I know, uh, I know the military is a controversial thing with uh, with people in a movement like like a consciousness movement, especially. Mm -hmm. But you know, they're people too. Yeah, and, well said. You know, unfortunately, they're they're people that maybe might have had the wool pulled over their eyes. You know. Oh yeah, and, victims you know, man. more than us. Yeah, sure. They're, they're, maybe they're the most victimized out of this whole thing. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, especially the ones you know, born uh, in, during wartime. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. You know, war should never be an agenda at all. I mean, we should defend ourselves, you know, for our liberties, of course. But, you know, this this power struggle, this Game of Thrones we have going on. <laughs> Well said. It's just, uh, it, it's, you know what it is. It's childish is what it is. We, we haven't matured as a species. It's obvious. Yeah. You know, that's what, it, that's, I mean, that's what I get out of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, the ego can only take you so far, right? Right. <laughs> Until it's just absolutely ridiculous. In a way, though, the ego has led to, uh, great scientific you know achievements and and uh economic achievements and you know that kind of thing so in many yeah. ways in many ways I, like i always say i i really believe that the only way we could get from from you know tribalism to an i to an iphone to get to at least my dream of being a native american with an iphone like that kind of life if you will um right you had to go through the you know industrial war complex. I, I mean, I hate to say it, but maybe that's what we had to do. You know, because tribal, like I've said, and anyway, I'm beating a dead horse, but tribalism, tribalism, tribalism was great to some extent, but it was was way overly, way overly influenced by you know the weather, really. You know, in terms of whether the crops grew that year or whether the herds came in that year. You know that's not that fun when the when the it doesn't rain and you don't have food. You know you kind of go into your most monkey mind possible when when that happens. Sure. So you know tech, we needed technology so we weren't killing each other over you know. I mean we still are killing each other, but meaning kill each other over over food. Um, we're killing each other for other things now, but we're slowly diminishing this. I mean. 
The world has never been a safer place to live. Let us not let us not forget that. Really, I mean, there's statistics that prove this. Let us not forget that there is progression going on, and it's it's not, sure. you know, comp- for for what we're capable of. Damn, we we have a fucking long way to go. You know, it's, oh, emba- it's in many ways it's embarrassing where we're at, but at the same time, we're exactly we're at exactly where we're supposed to be in a sense. I have a lot of I have a lot of hope because um, people are changing. You know, people are are, are changing for the better. Oh yeah. And and, um, and and I think we should never rest on our laurels. We should always be improving. Hell yeah. We should always be uh, looking at our insecurities, our our shortcomings, our weaknesses. Oh yeah. And, and working on them and. You know, for me, I, I grew up really shy. I think mean, that's another reason why I went to the bottle. I was just insanely shy and um, very soft-spoken. I wasn't assertive at all. And still, I, I still wrestle with these things, like getting up in front of a group of people. That's nerve-wracking right. to me. But, um, you know, these are things that um, that build confidence. Right. And these are in really what it is is you're facing your fears, and Absolutely. that's what you need to do. That's what you need to you really need to do to improve. You know, you can't wallow in insecurity. I did for fucking years. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you. You, you know, it's you know, it's uh, funny, man. Is that I was just talking about this today. That I think most of us, most of us on the earth today, spent you know, who, any anyone who's of a certain age spent man the first a lot first half of their lives just not in control in a sense you know it was almost just happening to you or at least that was the illusion and you allowed it to happen you know and then all of a sudden you realize shit i don't have to do this i'm not i don't have to be a victim to my circumstance and you can actually take control of this you know you can actually steer the damn ship at first you're just like Life is just exactly what it is. You know, it's like, I don't have good things in my life because my parents weren't rich enough or man, my, my, you know, if, if I only had this, then my life would be good. Or you just, you, you spend your whole life doing that shit. Oh God, man, I would be happy if, if, you know, this didn't happen to me, if my girlfriend still loved me or, you know, all that shit. And then you come, then you come to the conclusion and at least the, the people who get it do, the people who are really waking up they're waking up to what you just said, you know, really going after the, your what, what your fear is, you know, like, what is your fear? Sure. What is that? That's just bullshit. Some bullshit sure. story we've created. There's nothing to fear. But I think what has to happen first is you have to get, there has to be some light shed on where there was none shed before, so to speak. Right. I mean, that's what happened with me. And once I had a little bit of enlightenment in one area, it seemed like the other pieces of the puzzle started to come together. And one of the yeah, things that funny? fear, it's funny. It really is because you don't realize how fucking wrapped up you are in your own fears. Right. When you're like that. And, um, my God, I was sick. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of it stemmed from just the abuse I had 20 plus years of alcohol abuse. Right. And 10 of those years, I was addicted to cocaine. 
Wow. So, wow. Just to be alive now is just, I'm just grateful that I made it through that storm. And uh, that's all it was. I don't know what the fuck I was searching for. But how, how did you, <laughs> how did you do it, man? Like, can you tell me what the lowest moment of, what was the bottom for you? What was the lowest the bottom? Where did you go? Bottom, Dude, if I go any further, I might die. Yeah, it, it was in uh, 2006 um, spring. I was probably down to 170 pounds. I had a big grubby beard. I was smoking crack every day, drinking screw top wine. I mean, that's the bottom I went to, dude. Wow. And I pulled myself out of that. How did you, what, what <laughs> so, was the, so do you remember the day where you were at the bottom and then the next day it got better? Like you, you, you decided to climb out. No, I literally had to drag myself to an AA meeting. Well, actually, I went to see a guy who was in AA that I knew that lived by my father. And, uh, he said, I looked like shit. Imagine that. <laughs> and we went to an AA meeting, you know, and, it's, uh, and, and, it, and my sobriety really started from there. I didn't go to rehab. I, you know, I just went to AA. And that's cool, I stuck man. around for a little bit, you know, until I was healthy enough to, you know, go on to bigger and better things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking AA by any means. It was a great foundation for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely. It was essential to turn this shipwreck around. And it was still a damaged ship for many years after I stopped drinking. It's just, you know, the problems just don't cease to exist after, you know, the amount of abuse. My God. Yeah. So I had to go through about a year of um, what I would probably diagnose as bipolarism just extreme highs to extreme lows. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like this, but no, it can be quite aggravating. And um, I didn't get any medication for it. I just was not for the whole um, antidepressant thing. Um, you know, I just, I just didn't want to go about it that way. You know, I, I heard other stories. They said, you know, just keep sticking around. It's going to go away. And sure as shit, about a year later, I started leveling out. Really? Yeah, I started leveling out. Yeah, and I journaled the whole fucking thing. My whole ordeal of of the pain I went through that first year was journaled. So really? That's some, that's some gold, my friend. <laughs> I bet that's, it is, dude. The Jeff Jones journals. That I'll just... You know, I could I could always go to one of these days if I want to really laugh my ass off. Right, dude, that's cool, man. <laughs> to see the amount of sickness that was pouring through. I read some of it, and I just couldn't. I read maybe three, four pages. And I'm like, oh my god, no! Can't you couldn't anymore. do it anymore? I couldn't do it anymore. It was just too painful. Too you know, maybe they're not. Maybe you wrote those not for you. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe one day you they're know. for someone else. Who knows? You know, it's, it's, it's funny because I abused psychedelics 
um, when I got out of the military. Yeah, you told me that. Um, my God, that's when there was a lot of LSD around, and we used it as a party drug, not for a tool of enlightenment in any kind of way. We 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 used it in a Hunter S. Thompson esque way. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we love acid, and wow. you know. I can't even imagine going there. Do you think then oh, was the if experience? If you were a drinker, you you would know. <laughs> was was the experience completely different when your intentions were different with with LSD? Oh yeah, when it's all about just the party, you could have a mighty mighty good time. And yeah, but we were blind, you know. We were just kids in in the nineties. You know, in the grunge years. <laughs> <laughs> I love those years, dude. I love those years, too. I still love the music. Um, I went to the first four Lollapaloozas. That's cool, I man. I don't remember much of it, but I did, <laughs> cool, I did see cool on the second stage at Lollapalooza 4. Oh, you did? That was wild, man. Really? Yes, that was wild. It's crazy, you know. I got all these great ticket stubs. I just don't remember most of the shit <laughs> that went down because of, you know, the alcohol and God knows what else I could get my hands on. You wow. Know? Were you? I mean, I've never experienced addiction like that—a substance addiction. Um, right. Was it was a it funny thing because you don't know you're addicted until too late and you're like oh my god right i gotta use all these things to cope with my fucked up life right <laughs> and believe me it's just no place anybody wants to be right it's right. hell it, it's hell on earth it really is you know um i think that's maybe why i've i've gone the spiritual route now because of the depths that i've been to yeah you know, what's what's the old saying that uh, religion is for people who fear hell and spirituality is for people who've already been there? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's an old meme. I think that one's been around. Dude, that is awesome. Even before Facebook. I, dude, I love that. I love that. Gosh, man, I love that. That yeah. is so ironic. There's this uh, guy that I've recently started uh you know, tapping into is a guy named Matt Kahn. Oh yeah. I think I was telling you about him. I mean, this guy's like a channeler kind of in the likes of Teal Swan and Bashar. But, um, he said something like that. He said that the only, you know, in life it's like, and even as in the collective, as part of, of, of this human species is that we had to go to hell to know, to know heaven and to just know like, you know what, let's go back to heaven. But he said, you know, we came from heaven originally. I mean, whatever right. that means, you know, it's not it's not in the biblical heaven sense, if you will. Right. But uh, well, in some ways, I guess it is. But um, you know, even in our own lives, it's like we came from heaven, dude. A baby came coming right out of the, the mother, the mother's womb. That's heaven, man. That baby is pure light, pure light. That baby doesn't have any doesn't have any hate in it. And uh, right. But we go through this life and we, we, we go to hell just to know, you know what, I'm going back to heaven. 
that's why I think really that what this life's truly a, one of the real main main themes of this life is is like that Enigma song, "Return to Innocence." It's true, yeah. man. We're we're we are returning to we're returning to our innocence. I mean, with a lot more knowledge and about the universe in which we live, but we're it really is. trying to go back to where we came in a sense, e- even in yeah, within this and life. I think that maybe be the unrest that's you know that settles with a lot of people. Right. Know? Right. You know, they want to go back to they know somewhere deep inside they were in this blissful place. You know, but, uh, you know, I, I know what it's like to, uh, to be in that, to be in that terrible zone of just fear and discomfort. Right. And it's not fun, man. No. It's not fun at all. So. That's interesting. Know, I used, um, any means possible for escape from just my own thoughts. Yeah. You know, yeah, and um, you know that's where art came into my life. I've always, that is so I've funny always, you say that. I've always, I've always drawn right, but then I got into the computer thing in the '90s, and I had a CAD degree. Uh huh. But then I did the 15 years of mechanical design, and I got you know the only time I would do art is when I was drunk at a party or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> at somebody's kitchen table doodling something. Right. That'd be the only time I'd ever draw. Would people tell you back in those days, like, Jeff, you need to draw more, man? Oh, yeah, they would. They would. And they, I mean, my drawings looked right out of hell. They looked really creepy and just, you know, if you could read you could read my personality, like, oh, my God, this kid's going through hell right now. <laughs> Do you, let me, can I ask you a question? Do you think... Um, do you think there is a correlation between creativity and exposure to to the, the energy the, you can't deal to with the, to the darkness, if you will, exposure oh, to yeah, darkness absolutely. and shadow? Sure. Because I, I mean, I find that I find there, I find most artists have have um, God, this this God, I hate to paint everyone with a, such a broad brush, but I find most artists have a real um they've been in touch with the like a depression side of themselves yeah I, I find the some of the best most creative deeply deeply creative people have have gone to the fucking depths of blackness and uh right i find and that really seems, interesting yeah and there seems to have that that tinge of melancholiness. There you go. <laughs> You're right. A lot of a lot of different artists. I have noticed that too. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, is we're 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 matter composed of dark and light energy. Amen. And they and they need each other. Yep. And the only way you're going to transcend something is when they start working together. That's just my opinion, but you know. That's the way you transcend. That's the way I think it's done. Well, it's you, you got to get both of them talking knowing, together again. And in a way, in a way, it's just knowing your your full self. Because guess right. what? We right. you, we aren't all just sunshine. We are mm-hmm. also the darkness. You know, we're also the the lightning and the thunder and the you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's where every we we are we're capable of everything. I mean, even as a species, we've shown that. You know, man, we we can create. 
the most amazing things we've gone above and, and beyond uh, in that department yeah i mean we can we really truly can we've we can create um thing you know we've we've created medicines to cure to cure great diseases that used to kill millions of people you know that's beautiful man look what we're capable of you know um but then look look at you know look at uh the warsaw ghettos in the 40s you know or the late 30s sure. you know it's like right. oh shit we're capable of that too we're capable of all this you know and in some ways that is i god it sounds crazy but i think when the whole story of our species is told that it'll be a beautiful picture man i i often say that even as a collective species and even on an individual level are our, all our, our, we're all creating these tapestries and i think that a tapestry with only light threads is just has no contrast you know i think the dark yeah. threads that of our lives give contrast to the light it, it brings it makes the light pop a little more it makes it richer it makes the whole tapestry unbelievable right i mean when you do your yeah, drawings absolutely. don't you shadow don't you shadow the lines that you use what if you didn't use oh, yeah. any lines you it would know. just be it would just be it would be light but it it it's um somehow the darkness gives definition to the light it's cool man it really does and even from my artistic point of view um i i'm i've you know some of my earlier stuff was very dark and you could just tell by looking at it right and now you know now i'm into now you're doing organic <laughs> so for the, any of you listening and you don't know jeffrey jones is an amazing artist he does freehand drawings it i mean you can't even tell they, they look like almost they'd like they'd be paintings but just incredible detail the most de one of the most detailed artists i've ever witnessed i mean just intricate intricate well, work i mean it's really amazing dude i really love your stuff by the way oh, and if you don't you, know man. him friend request this guy and look at his shit because it's amazing <laughs> I hope you get a hundred friend requests after this, Jeff. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what's absolutely amazing is ever since uh, uh, we I got into the Terrence group and then Lords of Consciousness, of course. Um, Acid Math is another one. Yeah, I've met so many different people, and I've 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 probably added almost two hundred friends. Oh, easy in a right? year. Maybe even more. I mean, it's been incredible, and it just amazing people. It's amazing that I can post a piece of art and then have a friend request come in after that. I mean, that just that makes me smile. That's magic to me. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? That is that's so special to me because you know, like I said, it really wasn't until I met you that I was really sharing much of this shit. Well, think well, I was. Think about it, Jeff. It's this is the this is one thing uh, like I would say to any artist is that your art is not for everyone. It's not for no, everyone. It's not, it's not no. for seven and a half billion people. Trust it's me, not. there are varying very... degrees of art that resonate with certain soul, you know, soul yeah. vibrations, if you will. Exactly. And, I, and I should, you found your, you found your tribe, dude. You found the tribe that likes that resonates with your art. You go to yeah. the retirement I... home, they'll think your art's like what? <laughs> oh my goodness. What is this I hope when I'm, I hope when I'm, <laughs> I hope I'm still making psychedelic art. Oh, you will. At an older age, because I've always, I've always been in this realm 
of, yeah. of uh, you know, I just love psychedelic art. I love it. I love looking at art that you just can't keep your eyes off of. I, oh, man. And you know me. I, I stare at your art for like 25 minutes. <laughs> of course, we just did like three dabs, but. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's great art for getting enhanced, too. Mm. Um, Unbelievable. Um, a variety of plant teachers. Right. Um, I would love to look at your stuff um, with with uh, with some shrooms, man. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when we were at, uh, you and me went to the Gem and Jam show down in uh, Tucson, Arizona? Oh, yes. How can I not forget that? In February, um, we both had on on consecutive nights. Well, I had a, well, actually, no. The first night, you and me both were having a psychedelic experience. uh, Oh, I had an amazing night that first night. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Exactly. And and it was... um, I had, I, well, you know how my night went. <laughs> it was right, really amazing. Right. But I, re- I remember looking at, um, oh, shit, I can't remember her name. I'm actually, I, I, I'm friends with her on Facebook. But Lizzie, Lizzie something. Remember her art that we sat in front of after the, oh, after yes. the concert? Oh, I we went and sat in heart. front of her thing. Yeah, she's amazing. Lizzie, damn it, I'll think of it. But her art's great. And I, Man, that painting when we, especially when I was at, you know, her I, name I was, is her was, name is Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay, Lindsay. yeah, Mig Miggins, Miggins, okay. M I G G A N T Z. There you go. She's yeah. she's a great artist. She's amazing. She's cool chick too. I saw so much great art that weekend. Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah, though that yeah. that uh, marijuana picture that she had? That thing was fucking yeah. moving, man. It was unbelievable. When you when you when you go into the psychedelic realm and you look at certain art, the the whole thing it becomes like a television show. I mean, the whole the the whole piece will actually move completely into oh, yeah. different into different. You know, it's like oh, it's, yeah. it's like you it know, was created for it. I one t- I did LSD one time in my backyard and, and looked at this autumn sky picture of that black woman with the tear coming down her face. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right. God, man, that thing. Chase and I were back. Chase Gonzalez and I were back here, and we—I'm in the backyard tonight, by the way. Fucking amazing view. In case you see it on Lords of Consciousness, I posted the picture. Um, But anyway, I I did that night. We we were just staring at this picture, and it was amazing how it just literally flowed up and down. This the 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 visuals. It was the whole picture came alive. I mean, I love combining art with psychedelics. Is just it's it's extraordinary. The art yeah. changes, man. It really changes. It's almost as if, oh yeah, it's almost as if it was made for it. But the artist wasn't didn't know that. The artist didn't realize. Oh my God, man! When I I didn't realize that when I made this, that if you do if you look at this on psychedelics, it turns into something completely different. Yeah, You're fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> I, beautiful experience. Sometimes when I'm working on one of my pieces, it'll start moving around on me. Oh really? It's still here, you know. Really? That's interesting. <laughs> Seriously, that's interesting. Wow. So well, this one I'm working on now, yeah. It's it's pretty psychedelic. Oh yeah, I love this one. The beginning yeah. of this of right. this piece. And you know, it's 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 shaping up pretty well. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. And you I'm know, really excited. And something different than I'm doing on this is I'm not laying down a pencil layer first. I'm just going right right at the marker. Uh-huh. Just free free flowing. You know, just 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 letting my imagination take me. 
um, with no with no other kind of you know right plan in mind. It is loosely based on Kabbalah, if you know what that is. It's a I, form of Jewish mysticism. Yeah, you're so you're so into this, man. I love that you know all this stuff. <laughs> Go ahead, enlighten us, man. I, have this, I don't know. You know, I just, I have this, uh, I want to know things, uh-huh. kind of, uh, I don't know. And it's strange because, you know, I bought a tarot deck probably back in 2007, and it just sat on a shelf for years, you know, and then... I knew when the day was right to break it open, and now I'm like fascinated with it, especially mm-hmm. the artist. You know, it's the writer. It's one of the writer weight decks. Yeah, and I really love the art. I mean, I'm just captivated by it. So I know I you're creating your own amazing these, versions. Of I started them. drawing some of these cards, right? Yeah, and you know, I would love to put a show together eventually. Here, you will. Um, Dude, your work, your work is that good. It'll, it's coming. Sure. I, I, I just don't think um at the caliber of uh, some of these great professional artists. But if I probably worked at it maybe another five years, you know, who knows? Dude, you... Who knows? you because if, I'm always evolving. I mean, I, my shit's just always... I don't know. It's changing. And, you know... I've showed you a couple other pieces that have evolved and that have actually, see, this started off as this eight-pointed thing here and now it's blossomed into this flower. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing and, you know, piece, I love man. it. I love it. It's just, um, it's very therapeutic for me. All right. Because um, I have one of these restless minds and, um, and I need to be doing something. I just, you know, I need to be running even though I don't run <laughs> physically. I can only walk anymore. Oh, but, come um, on. You could. Well, you know, I I did the, the rigorous thing. I lost some weight in 2010. I got laid off in 2009 as a, as a mechanical designer. And I weighed 240 pounds. And, you know... I went to see my grandmother that Christmas and I caught a glimpse of myself when I got out of the shower and it was like I saw myself for the, for, for the first time as this really, you know, unhealthy looking guy. Mm-hmm. I just went, oh my God, Jeff, how did, how did this happen? So I, uh, I knew a personal trainer and I said, hey, let me work with you. Took away right off. So, uh, so yeah, I, I've I've always been to these these uh, these little rides of change, you know. And when I met you, I went through another change. You know, I think we're always just evolving with the people that we meet and the people we network with. Mm-hmm. But when we met, it was really magic because, you know, it really was the essence of finding the others. Oh yeah. I mean, I I have to give a shout out to Jonathan Laliberte for starting the Terrence McKenna group because we probably never would have met one another. 
And dude, you're one of my best friends now. I mean, absolutely, you're fucking stuck with me now, dude. Oh yeah. Sometimes you meet someone and you go, "I'm gonna know you till I die." Right. <laughs> like right. you're gonna be in my circle in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> like until until I All take I my last say, breath. It's funny because you know we had that meeting of the minds last summer. Yeah. And the next morning, I must have texted you 30 times like some kind of schoolgirl. <laughs> uh, it was like so I don't know what date. that was. Hey, I mean, maybe big you're boy. my first man crush. I don't know. <laughs> Buddy, bro, man. Uh, Brooks, my, 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 but, uh, my lady Brooke is going to feel a little uh, jealous after hearing this. <laughs> don't worry, baby. <laughs> Oh, shoot. But it's all about the love. You know, we all, you know, and I really, Clint, I got to say this. Yo, bro. What's up? I've, I've met people from all over the fucking place, you know, and you were one of the first people I've ever met younger than me who lived out of his heart and you could just see it. You know, you, you could just, you, it just radiated out of you. And uh, I was in awe of it. I just, you know, I, I'm so used to seeing people with their fucking armor on. <laughs> yeah, well said. Yeah, and I was wearing my fucking armor, and, you know, and you weren't like that at all. You just had this different approach. And that changed me, dude. Yeah. That, fucking, that fucking inspired me so much. Thank and, you, you know, at the time, I was already into Rogan and all the other shit. So... To meet you, you know, in the flesh and have us have these epic talks, you know, um, like I grabbed some of your energy, yeah, you know, and, and transcended. I, absolutely. I, I mean, I, 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 you pushed me in a different direction. And then, you know, and I didn't know of Lords of Consciousness then at all. And then you add me to this group of just beautiful souls, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! It is, this is a gift, you know." So I'm so grateful, you know. Yeah, you know, and thank you, man. What went down and, last and, summer? I mean, it was just absolutely magical. Changed my whole life, and you know, and and I'm so inspired by the group. Um, every day. Uh, there's just a nugget of gold right. in this group. At the end of the room. And it's just, it's just mind-blowing. And these videos, um, I'm just, I'm moved. I'm moved by this. Yeah, me too. You know? Me too. I think, dude, I think, like, you know, you said to me about, you know, just living out of your heart. You know, and I, I'm not, I'm not exactly, I'm not where I want to be, you know. Well, well, I am where I want to be in this are, in this present moment. I mean, what I how do I say that? I, let me rephrase that. I am where I want to be, um, but I I, I want to keep opening. I know there's room for more and more openness to 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 come out. But you know, the point of what I think what you were saying is is that it it just takes one person. It just takes one person to just take your armor off. You know, it's like. Exactly. Like with these videos, you know, I keep saying it. I keep exactly. using this analogy of, of, of you know, going to the swimming hole with where with a group of people, and the first guy jumps in, you know, goes to go skinny dipping like that. That that analogy, it's so true, man. All it takes is one person to to just jump in and do it and say, let's just have fun, man. It's free spirit, 
And then it's, it, it makes it that much easier for the second guy. It makes it that much easier for the third and the fourth. And the, it's like that video. Have you seen that video with the guy dancing on the hill? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is so epic, man. The second leader or the second follower or whatever the hell it was called. What a fucking epic, epic idea. But all it does take is that. You know, I think this world – I think this world's really – just wanting to feel safe to take their armor off. They're looking for a place. That a group the of people off. just they want to just show themselves. They want to be vulnerable. They want to, man. People want that. People are tired of I remember feeling so sick and tired of like male friendships that were competitive, you know, or mm-hmm. or that you weren't allowed to share your feelings or because you'd be because of homophobia, you know, like if you if if you were to tell your buddy like something that's really painful to you, then you're gay for doing that. Dude, what do you think I'm gay? What are you a fag? You know that kind of shit. Unbelievable, man. That's the kind of world we grew up in. So you have sure. all these. I mean, at least as a male, uh, we sure. grow up so armored. You know, and what, why oh, do you, yeah. why do you think women are so disappointed with with so many men because they just can't even get in touch with their they feelings? They can't open up. It, they're, I think what happens is, been, you know, over time, you get these emotional blockages. Yeah, and um, they can dam up, and they can really do a lot of damage. Um, you know. I didn't know any of this shit either until much later. You know, I didn't know, you know, when you're a child, you're supposed to just express every emotion possible. It's a healthy thing. Of course you didn't. You know, but we didn't, we didn't know that back then. So, you know, you're repressing emotion. When you're repressed emotion from a young age, it's, you know, that's never a good thing. One thing that I I try to say to anybody is that, You were born in the year that you were born in, okay? And you have to take that into account, okay? You can't, you know, a father who was who was born uh, in the in the 20s and lived through the Great Depression and you know became a father. You know, my parents, my grandparents, in a sense, it was different back then, man. It was different. Oh, you yeah. didn't. Parents didn't show emotions to their children. Children. Does that mean they? Does that mean your your grandpa was an asshole? I mean, he showed asshole behavior per se, maybe, but it really he we in many ways we are we we are we were victims to our circumstance back then until right. really the great this 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 in my opinion a great awakening amongst amongst the earth in a sense um, right. is this. Is like we said earlier, is this realization that no nah, man, we're not victims. We don't have to be. We don't have to do this anymore. You can exactly. stop it. We can stop the the perpetuation of uh the traditions of our fathers, you know? We don't have to live the way we our fathers lived. We finally get it, you know? Hallelujah, man. So if even but but nonetheless, even if you know, I was born in nineteen seventy nine. What year what year were you born in, Jeff? Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Brothers, yeah, um, yes. You know what? You have because to take, you have own, to take that friend. into account, man. When you were a ten year, when you were ten, it was nineteen seventy nine. What was that like? What was the climate of the world back in nineteen seventy nine? Because guess what? That had an effect oh on gosh. your life. Hell yeah! And it, even me, when I was ten years old, nineteen eighty nine. You know, 
I mean, hell, anything pre-internet is a fucking mess, <laughs> you know? Shit. Well, geez, I remember rotary phones and me too. I had that. You know, uh, TV without a remote control. You had the little knobs. <laughs> I had the turn knobs. Um, Atari twenty six hundred. You know. Uh, In many ways, how, these... how cool is it? How cool is it to be alive right now? I mean, I oh, I, awesome. I really do think this is a part of this awakening. Is this is also the great healing. The great healing will be, I think the next hundred years will be the great healing of, or, of the world, you know? I mean, sure. that, God, that sounds so, I mean, so grandiose, but I really believe that, man. I mean, you don't just, who, even though the internet came along and, and showed us, holy shit, we were all, we were all bamboozled. That's cool. That's well and good, man. It's well and good to know something logically in your brain. But it's completely di different. Another, it's completely another thing to actually deal with the emotional trauma that that happened from it. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Right. It's not a button you push. You don't just push a button and then, the you know, the 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 scars that were built up from maybe a father's uh, um, neglect. That 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 doesn't just go. Even though you may understand your father and say, okay, he was you know. Hell, his his dad did even worse to him, or he was born in this place, or he he had this circumstance, or you know, and you can understand him and even forgive him logically, but you still got emotional trauma from it. There's energy that got stored up when you were whenever that trauma happened that has never sure. been released. I mean, that's just the way it is. So really, what that's I think I think that is what the next hundred years will be for our for our our species. But I think, yeah, they, too, I think too, Matt Kahn said something really interesting that I watched on one of his videos that for some people, man, I think we, we some people are going to come out of their healing stage in a sense. It doesn't mean we won't have things that we're not working on, but where people can, as you kind of get on the other side of some of the big emotional trauma that you have and you release a lot of that energy and maybe there's just little ripple effects afterwards, but for the most part, you kind of move on to the other side of that. That that's where you can truly go into creation mode. That's when sure. you can really, as opposed to licking the wounds and and healing them. Now, as you become whole in some way, I, I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm seeing that wrong, but now as you become more whole, you can actually you can really manifest whatever you want in this life. You really can, oh, dude. Yeah. You're like in God mode in a sense. Like you just do whatever you want to do in this life. That's what you can do. Yeah. That's why this healing you know, is so important. That's why, can you imagine a, on a collective level, if you get enough people who heal, what could we do together? Fuck just one guy. What if you got a yeah. bunch, what if you got a bunch of guys waving their freak flags? You know what I mean? That's pretty neat, man. You can, you could create community. I mean, you're already seeing these communities start. Look at Colorado, look at Washington, look at parts of California and Oregon and, these places in the Western United States, especially, that are are creating conscious communities. How fucking cool is that, dude? It's happening. Oh yeah, I think I think I think we are transcending um, as a species. We're at the we're at the forefront of it. Oh yeah, at the forefront. Um, I'm glad to be alive. I'm glad we were alive, by yeah. the way, before the internet. You know? Oh, absolutely. It's kind of cool. I feel um, honored. I feel honored. So what if I have to do a little bit of healing work, get over some shit, you know? 
It's just shit. All it is is uh, it's just trauma. Oh, it is what it is. And I'm not trying to minimalize it, but at the end of the day, everyone everyone's faced with resistance, bro. Everyone. We all have it. And your life is what it is, right? You get your life. Probably you signed up for it. So at the end of the day, man, it's just like a big video game. Like I was, I was telling Eddie in Lords of Consciousness this. It's like, in a way, we all just have a video game. You're video, you got the Jeffrey Jones video game. Who was born in Erie, Pennsylvania, 1969, and had your father and I, your mother, and I, you had to overcome these family traditions, and then you had to, you know, like you had to, you went you had to do the alcohol. You had to overcome the alcohol monster at the end of level seven. Cool, dude. <laughs> that was cool. I had to kill Ganon at the level at the end of level nine and, and the first Zelda. So what? It's I mean, we and I know these 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 wounds are really intense. They fucking are gnarly, dude. Very gnarly. But for the brave oh, yeah. ones, for the people who really want to go be brave and go in there and fucking fight that boss off at the end of the level, you can do it, man. You can do it. That's it's right. it's no, there's nothing that you can't overcome. I mean, That's have right. you have you gotten into Teal Swan, man? Oh, I love Teal Swan. She's amazing. And do you you know you know yeah. her story, right? Overcoming yes. being tortured yeah. in satanic rituals as a child. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I uh, I'm fascinated by her by her uh, her videos. She's amazing, uh, amazing. She just seems to have uh, such an intuition. She's special. I mean, or she's had, she has, she has very special gifts oh, and we yeah. all, the irony is bro. We all do in some way. We all oh, do. Every fucking too. one of us has this. We're Teal yeah. Swan's not some fucking, you know, you know, better than anyone else kind of person. Hell no. Yeah. But she's really I, you know, living honestly, who she really is, man. Beautiful. I think, uh, I think we were once enlightened as a species. Yeah, I love you know, I love that you know so me, much about this. Yeah, I M- McKenna you know, I agrees. Kind of subscribe to the uh, uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Trenlovo Mistisiak, Richie Jones. You know that guy. You know that guy's name. <laughs> He's got the the Human History movie. It's 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 fascinating to me that you know the Lemurians and uh, the Atlanteans and the Martians. You know, it was a completely different uh, diametric back then that we don't know about. That's not in the mainstream. And, you know, I think the Egyptian civilization definitely goes back into antiquity, you know, much, much further than, than we've been led to believe. Graham Hancock, when I got introduced to him via Joe Rogan, um, thank goodness, because what a he's one of he's oh, like, he's, he's of like my on heroes. my Mount Rushmore kind of guys, you know. Yeah, he he's really he's opened me up to several things, but one of them obviously is is that ancient history as we know it. His his we it's you know it's it's history is very politicized. It's it's not it's not as accurate as we think, and there's sure. been a lot of stuff that's been held from us. What the history books show us is. It really, I mean, history books are only written by the victors of war. You know what I mean? What if the what if the Nazis could have wrote history books? It, the whole thing would have been different, you know. So yeah. there's always lost history, man, and usually it's the lost history of the loser, the, you know. And so that's too bad, man. That's really too bad. I mean, well, you look, know what's great about the history we're creating now 
is we're putting it all on digital. Hell fucking right? yeah, I love that. All our history's on digital now, so it'll be there for our for our grandchildren. Yep. And our and our grandchildren's grandchildren if we can if we can pull together as a race and save Mother Gaia and uh and, and take this, you know. Do you think that that's in doubt? What's that? Do you think that it's in doubt? Do you think that it's really... um, Do you think it's possible that we could drive the car off the cliff, in a sense? Well, I think it's been precariously close to the cliff for thousands of years. Yeah, I agreed. (laughs) But do you think that... that In that sense, we're getting our miracle every day. But do you, you, know you, do you I mean? feel there's there? Do you feel there's a, a sense of destiny to this, or do you feel sure like don't a total feel like that it could go no matter narrative? what either way? What's that? Don't you feel that it's one big grand narrative? Uh, I do. I I do I too. I it. feel it all the time. I feel like I'm in a fucking movie sometimes. <laughs> yep. And we've we've spoken at length about this. And, you know, it's very, I, just the ironies you get and the synchronicities you get. And, uh, I mean, I'm bartending again. I never thought that would happen. You, you know, happen, you know, Clint? you know why I think that it's, it's destiny? Because the, 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 the real truths of the universe that are finally being revealed, you know, and, and the real truths of the power of self that are really, it's, it's taking, it's really, you know, spreading across the world, you know, the power of self and, um, people are unplugging from the matrix and, and it's, it's just self-evident. The benefits of this, the benefits of it are self-evident and, and they just prove themselves like this power of self is, is so powerful that it will overcome. It's not snake oil, man. It's not, it's fucking, if there's one thing to sell, it's that, you know, this is the one thing that's fucking guaranteed to work. It is guaranteed to work. It truly is, man. We know we know how to access this now. We have the tools. We have all the tools on this planet right now to like you said, and you know, experience this transcendence and, of know, sorts or whatever you want to call it. Whatever the hell you want to call it. We can live those... to our our potential. And and people are doing it in small numbers. And I believe that sure. this is so powerful that most people are really just looking. They, dude, people are looking for light in their life. Even the ones that seem depressed as fuck, they're the, they're if if when 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 if they can get light in their life, not everybody. Some some will never, but there are a lot well, that do. The thing they're is, looking what for. What I was it. talking about was that these emotional blockages. Right. Um, right. I think it's 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 tantamount that you know that. Um, People have to uh, to let go of these insecurities to transcend. I mean, the universe is—it's so, it's like the universe is calling calling forth, like, uh, you know, the brave at, of heart. Hey, dude, who who is willing? The universe is—I believe, truly believe—is that it's it's asking, and this is more psychedelic than some spiritual thing, by the way. It, oh, it yeah. is spirit. It's very spiritual, but at the same time, it's very psychedelic too. Well, it, the universe the is looking to evolve you. us. So whoever is willing, you know, it's like McKenna says: nature rewards courage. It does. The nature is oh, always fucking does. looking for the courage. Who's courageous? 
Are you courageous? Are you willing to overcome your little fucking video game? Are you willing to stop feeling victimized by your past? Are you willing to, you know, in, in a way it is quit your bitching and let's do this. If you're willing to do it, the universe will, will and, and let go and go through those fucking scary parts. The universe yeah. will take you to, to where it wants. Like it, it wants to evolve you if you're willing. Otherwise, it will, like you said, remember go, to go full circle in our conversation. You started yes. with the universal loop, <laughs> right? It's the universal loop. <laughs> if you don't and get it, if, if you don't. If we don't get these life lessons along the way, that loop's going to come back. Hell yeah. So you get it right. It just comes and back that, in a different form, you it know? It comes back in a different way. That's right. Maybe it's another girlfriend. Oh, my God. I've been with six girlfriends in the last, you know, two years. Oh, well. This, and it's the same it ends the same exact way if that if you're telling yourself that guess what dude who's the common variable in each of those situations it was you not the you girlfriends <laughs> man how often do you hear that shit like you hear a guy right. you meet a guy at work and he's like you know he's in some fucking awful relationship maybe with somebody right and you're like you hear him, and he's such. You, you believe him that he's a victim, and he's wrong. You know, man, they're sure are doing you wrong, bud. And then he tells you about another relationship that's like volatile, and this isn't happening. Oh man, I can't believe how terrible they are to me. And you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, man, I'm sorry about that. And then you hear about another one, and you're like, okay, dude, fucking a, you mu There's a there's a trend here. There's a trend, and guess who the common variable is in every one of them. So you have to look at that kind of shit. And yeah, you gotta start don't seeing look like, at their own garbage either. That's the other thing. Oh yeah, you dude. Know, we don't wanna we don't wanna go into that dark, deep closet and start pulling out those bones. <laughs> oh yeah. You're but right. you have to. We have to take these personal inventories. Mm -hmm. Find these uh and find these um you know, these things about us. That uh, that that you know that make us crazy, really. Um, <laughs> it's true. And Some, I, I feel know, like I go crazy sometimes with it. Jeez. Oh my god, me too. I mean, scrambles my brain people. going when you go into that shadow world, man. Man, it, it's sometimes you feel like you're gonna lose yourself. You know, just like oh, yeah. lose it. That's why when you you know when 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 you say like I'm gonna go on a journey of self awareness, it's just gonna be all awesome and everything. No, it isn't. You sometimes you're no, gonna, you're gonna think that you made the wrong choice. Even like fuck, I'm going back to the other side. I mean, I've had a mushroom trip that I thought I said to myself, I'm not. I'm going back to being a Mormon guy and working 40 hours a week and you know just get a job as a cor corporation and just you know just. Get you know, watch football on Sundays and drink some beers. You know, <laughs> I dude, I had an experience you like plug that. Plug into the Matrix, my friend. Yeah, dude, I honestly, I had an experience like that, and you're right. I, you, I wanted to go back, and it's fascinating. Right. It's can not, you ever go back? I nah, mean, they can't. even said it in the movie. You, it'll never be the same. Nope. You know, once you get a taste of the light and the truth in you, how can you ever go back to living the life of a lie? Exactly. Right? You can't. There's a, this is when you come on this journey. There's no going back. There's the, you reach points of no return, and people try to. I've seen it in my friends, and I've done it myself, where we try to go back. We revert back to some old behavior or hanging yeah. out with uh, yeah. hanging out with you know, old friends or whatever you, it be. Um, yeah, 
Oh yeah, it's, it's. I think we're constantly trying to go back to these shortcomings that have defined us for so many years. Oh yeah. And, um, and you know, they want to sneak in. They want to slither in there <laughs> and, uh, and put that thought in there. And uh, you know, I think every once in a while, you know, what you have to do is you have to guard the gates of your mind. And Ooh. you know where I've heard that. You know where I've heard this phrase. You know, and it's this one. I love that. It stuck with me, you know, because we really do. Sometimes these inexplicable thoughts come to us and we just run with them. Right. Well, you don't have to fucking do that. You just say, no, get out of here. I'm not going to pull that one through. Right. I see where I see where this is going already. (laughs) 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 And I have to do this. You know, it's, it's my God. When I met you, Clinton. I had a lot of corrupt thoughts going through my head at the time, you know, and, you know, it wasn't until I really started looking at the the law of polarity and how so many people are under his spell that that's what really set the gears in motion for me, knowing that, you know, that we are masters of our own destiny. Explain, explain that, explain the laws of polarity, explain it. Well, the law of polarity is just this amazing thing to me because in a way it's um, polarizing who you really are. Are you, are you, you know, the diehard Republican? Are you the diehard liberal? You know what I mean? That's polarization. Right. Right. Do you remember this story? of uh, a couple of these brothers and one was a Republican, one was a Democrat and they were like arguing on some talk show and the mother called in. Oh yeah. (laughs) It was like on CNBC or something. That had to have been, um, I remember you loved that. That had to have been one of the coolest instances of polarity I've ever seen. It really, it reminded me of those two guys were like a binary star system going around one another. Serious A and Serious B. I had this B. cosmic thought over it, you know. Right. It, it, it all stemmed from polarity. I mean, and this is just the concept, you know, I didn't get it right off the bat. I had to, re- I had to really sit here and think about this stuff and watch a couple videos and um, study the cap to lie beyond. And, uh, you know, all these other occult things that are out there on the internet that aren't on mainstream television for a reason because they don't want you to know it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. It it fascinates me. I just, I'm fascinated that things have been withheld from us for so long and we we took it, bait, bait, you know, we, we, we ran with Hook, the line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. We were like, okay. <laughs> All right. You know? Just like sheep, man. Lambs to the slaughter. amazing lamps of knowledge in us. And they're not going to tell you that. They don't want you being a free thinker. My God, that's the most dangerous thing to a... To a... Uh, you know, to a to a state that wants to control you. 
I often I often trip out at the, this the idea that, in a sense, the world we live in. Imagine this is this is this is really a, a good analogy. If you ask me, that if there if, if you had a hundred people on an island, and you were to recreate what our world looks like, there'd be one guy who had all the coconuts, all the coconuts, and he, he had got up at three in the morning and got them all. Well, right, right, but. <laughs> What, but what he and he has he has everyone else picking them for him, right? And he gives everyone like one a piece so that they can live and keep picking for him. But he owns them all. Can you fathom that? What in what world would you would that happen if you like if we did in a if we did a some sort of human experiment and did that again? What are the chances that one guy would rule the whole island? All ninety nine would just he he would probably get like. He'd probably get like uh, seven or eight of them, seven or eight of them to kind of be his enforcers, right? right? And then the other the other 90 of them just fall in line. I mean, that's, that, that is crazy to me, but that is what we do. That's what we do. And we, yeah, it's, we it's, like, it's we like McKenna like says, man, we, 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 we go on the, we're on the, we're on the train to Auschwitz and we, we don't, we don't even, we don't even fight back. We don't even realize that. Yeah, because we're you know because we want to go with the herd, whatnot. Break from the herd, you know, right? <laughs> I really think it's changing, and the internet's changing this shit. And you know, um, people like Joe Rogan, and uh, you know the other heroes of ours, um, that get their voices out there. Um, you know, to you know to let us know that. You know, this whole thing has been crazy. Oh, yeah. We've, we've, we've been programming you, you know, into this narcissistic pig. <laughs> That's so true, man. <laughs> Turn the TV off, man. They're programming you. Isn't that true? They really are. It really is. Like when I think of a lot of culture, you know, Michael, did you listen to the Michael Kirkwood podcast? I absolutely love that podcast. Unbelievable, right? Those two was, ep- was, two episodes it was, it was ago. Beautiful, yeah, it was and beautiful. He talked about that. He, he even talked about like Game of Thrones, even, which is an amazing. It's a really cool show. I'm not trying to diminish from it, but right. he really he and, and he had a he had a great point, you know. And he's like, even that kind of stuff is just distracting us. I mean, we have exactly. things going on in this world that are. A real shit, man. Real shit. People, yeah, people I mean, dying. We're fucking polluting the earth, and all and all they do is give us, they, yeah, Fukushima. But they give us Game of Thrones. That'll keep them distracted. Yeah. And I, if God, these people I, need their own. They need their narratives to get lost in. You know, it's just another thing to escape to. And we love doing it. I, I mean, people, they need their escape. Uh huh. But you know, but. But I think, you know, uh, I think we're going to transcend all this. Oh, uh, we are. I mean, eventually. It, it's coming. It's, it seems like it's building up to something. Um, this is, I mean, this is why, this is why these internet groups exist. Terrence McKenna, the Acid Math, Lords of Consciousness, you know, all the, yeah. the, the plethora of, Visionary of, of groups. Visionary artists. Exactly. I think what it is is we need to we're 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 tribing up in a sense. We need to band together in a sense. Get you know, f- find small groups, 
It's like that uh, video we made for Lords of the Lords Gathering. Um, you know, you know, band together. Just go out, and find some groups of people, and go out in the forest and camp together, and and like-minded souls. Find the others. Group, come together, collaborate together, work together, exactly. fe- play exactly. together, play together, talk that. together, I mean... cry together. Everything. Let's 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 really let's be mirrors for each other. Find your mirrors, because trust me, you can go through. You will go through your uh, your your work, your personal work, much faster if you have really amazing mirrors in your life, ones who don't judge you, who trust, who, who you can trust, and who trust you back, and who love you, and people who really are, are going to be there for you. Find those people; they exist. Don't and anyone who says they don't, you're wrong. You're wrong. They yeah, do exist. Or, they fucking exist. You know. Maybe they don't exist in your city. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't exist in your family. Oh well, that's that's a fucking norm, dude. Tell me a family who's like that. <laughs> you know what I'd like to know. I'm sure there's other groups like Lords of Consciousness out there too. Oh, you know, little sh- bands hell yeah. of little bands of uh, like-minded individuals that you know that foster you know creativity and love. Yep. You know, and, and that aren't there for judgment and whatnot, and you know, blatant narcissism. Amen. Not exactly. You know what I mean? This, you I know, think make groups where sprout up. Oh yeah, make groups where it isn't about one person. It's not some agenda of a leader or an agenda of some guy just looking for fucking followers and right. attention whores. And you know, I've seen, and unfortunately, I've seen that a lot on the McKenna group. You know, you know, you see, you see a couple of those guys who tend to kind of spoil it for the others because there's so many fucking awesome guys. You know. Who are really just right. trying to share and actually, really trying to open up, and then, and then there gets like there gets kind of that ego shit coming in. But I think the I think people really need to band together and say no, no, no. This kind this group isn't going to be about that. No ego here, dude. Get to check it at the door, yo. There's got to be guardians, you know. There's got to be some guardians in these kind of groups that that the these kind of groups aren't for everyone, man. You, 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 it's sure. for it's for those who are really ready to step up, you know. If you're gonna judge someone when they open up, when they take their armor off, if you're gonna go after someone, then this group ain't for you. Ain't for you, dude. You know, it doesn't work. That like, that's for a different kind of group. But there's other. There are people that are banding together and really trying to open up. And I see it in Lords. It's so great. I love. I love what's happening in terms of these videos that people have been putting up exposing themselves on a on a you know on, a, oh, on an yeah. emotional really, spiritual uh, level um it, andrew greenhouse says that you know it opened up a different dimension you know to these personalities you're just seeing their text and now when you see these videos you're seeing another side of them mm-hmm. you know and then with the lord's um gathering that we're going to have here in june that you know that brings on a whole different dimension when we're going to meet these people mm-hmm. you know we got what people traveling from California, Texas, hopefully, um, hopefully Colorado, even Australia, <laughs> Australia. Yeah. This is going to be magical. You know what I mean? This is, this is what it's all about. You know, we're, we're meeting the others. We're doing it. We're yeah. And it's not, emotion. let's, let's, let's get it. I really, I really, really, truly hope that as people find the others, you know, virtually, um, and despite the fact that you live far away, despite the fact that you live far away, 
it's really important to meet in the physical. It really is, man. It's really important to deepen these connections because, you know, we can hide. You can hide more when you're when from behind a computer screen. And the point is, the point is, is as we come into oneness as a collective, that's what we're doing, by the way. I mean, the name of the yeah. game, the, this, what is transcendence? Transcendence equals oneness, if you ask me. That's what we're doing. We're coming back home. We're turned to innocence, right? We started from one. We came from the Big Bang in a sense. You know, it's like from from oneness right. or from oneness we can't, we separated, but only to come back to oneness again. That's what transcendence is. So we need you to. Know if, we, if we can't do this on a microcosm level, then how the fuck are we going to do it on a big level? Get out of here, right? On a macro level. You know, I was listening to a talk uh, from Terrence McKenna. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he was a huge proponent for the big, the Big Bang. No, and and, and whether the Big Bang happened because now they're even saying it never did happen. Yeah, be, it's and, and, and that's, was, that's and I totally get that. By the way, yeah, his thing was we expect science. You know, we expect this one miracle from science. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> you know what fuck I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I love this. I one. got a kick out of that. You know, because we do we really know? Did they test? the resonance of that something like this actually occurred the trillions and trillions of years ago that they're telling us. Mm-hmm. We even have to question that now, right? Yeah. I don't know. It just it just seems like the further down the rabbit hole you go, the weirder it gets. Well, I mean, even if there was some sort of big bang, it's like, well, it, 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 it in my opinion... This this one universe that we live in, you know, th- th- to say that this is it is seems a bit ridiculous too. I mean, well, I'm a firm believer there's probably infinite universes. So whatever, there take, is no start you, you and stop. There's no beginning and end. Trillions and trillions and trillions of galaxies, and this all started from one omega point. I mean, it, it just it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, it really truly is, man. So, so when I heard that from Terrence, and it was the first time I ever really heard him talk about the Big Bang, it's like, well, we're expecting science, you know. We're 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 just gonna say this one miracle did occur. <laughs> <laughs> I love that talk of his, <laughs> and uh, it go from there. Mm-hmm. You know, when, but his thing was we're all going to an omega. We're all going into the omega point. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly. But I and you know, I, again, that's what I, I, he was getting at. Right. I, in my opinion, that omega point is is oneness. You know that all living creatures, well, all all what. of the universe is is one. We all are connected. I mean, Last you can off- physically prove it, dude. You can physically prove. I mean, all the matter of all living creatures comes from the Earth. And that's one yeah. little planet. So that we, of course we're connected. I mean, from a macro point of and view. And if you don't think we're connected. Take the five dried grams. <laughs> You'll know. It'll be shown to you that we all are connected. And if it doesn't work that time, plan on another time. Yeah, geez. That's... It will happen to you eventually. It works, man. It does work. The plant teachers show you. They show you in a loving way. Sometimes not a not-so-loving way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. In a yeah. not so loving way, but that's that's the that's to me the way of of one healing. You know, of healing to me is also you gotta t- 
to heal sometimes to get the wound that's underneath all the scars you got to fucking cut open everything you got to cut it open to dig it out in a sense and sometimes bad trips or or you know bad experiences in your life or not bad let's use a different term because i don't like good or bad but just painful experiences painful trips that's just there because it's cutting you open man you know, it it's is. just it's cutting you open. Back that so that, other layer. Yeah, and I, uh, I think it's deep, but beyond the wound, you know what else is next? You know what else is at your deepest level, man? Beyond deep wounds is deep self-love. That's where self-love is. It's in there. It's sure. in that gushy, bloody mess <laughs> that gets cut open when you're really humbled, man. When your girlfriend, oh, yeah. who you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with, breaks up with you or your boyfriend. And 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 you you get cut open to the middle, that's your opportunity, man. It's open. Get in there. Get in there. That's where your opportunity to get in. What really where, where the real problems are, the things that are really steering your ship, you know. Yeah. And it's you have oh, a yeah. chance to get in there and work on it and get it out and let and let it flow, man. Let it out of you. Let it go. Whatever it even is, it's so it's so cool, man. I love. And this is this. Sometimes I used to think this kind of shit sounded like googly moogly self help kind of shit, but to me this is science, man. I look at this as just science, man. We're just defining what the game is that we're playing. We're such complex people, you know that uh, we forget. We we want to we want to wallow in our insecurities. It seems like, you know, we that's the omega point that we always go to. Right. But I think in the journey of self-awareness, you know, these layers just start to slip away. You Don't know, they? over time. They do. They, over time, they just start to slip away. And you become more selfless, I think. You know, you, you don't become self-serving. Right? Mm-hmm. And that just seems to, some of your self-serving just seems to stem um, you know, a lot of other negative aspects. I think the goal for humanity is to become selfless. Yeah. Selfless because... And if we can become selfless, um, we could do anything. If we could become a, uh, you know, a nation of people who are grateful for their lives and who look out for one another and who truly love one another, then the sky's the limit. I heard this Abraham Hicks um, uh, video this morning that talked about codependency, and oh yeah, oh that's huge. And that where you get your where you get are you more happier re- receiving love or giving love actually? Like what really where where do you really feel fucking on fire? I mean, in my, it's giving love. It's really giving yeah, it more than receiving. It's like, giving. you know, your real, your real identity, who you really are, is not about the love you receive. It's about the love you give. You already are love. You don't, in a way, you don't need it. If you're, you get what I mean by that. Sure. I mean, you do, but it doesn't. Def- the love of another person doesn't define you. It's not who you already are. It. So, but so if you are it, then give it. That's where you'll find your happiness. And she talked about that. That when you, if you really want to get out of a codependency funk, get just start giving your love. That's what you really are. It's not about receiving it. And I, dude, I've done it today. It's funny because I've been battling a little bit of that. And um, 
It's it changed my whole day around. Changed my whole day around. Oh, yeah. Really, it truly did. It's funny. I mean, and that's who I really am. So, geez, man, just give it. You know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your your friends, your kids. They're not. Their love it doesn't define your you you know who you are and what how happy you really truly are. It's it's truly is how much love you give. That's that's where it's at. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know, um, I, I think humanity will transcend eventually. Like I, I think we're just too young. Of uh, we're just trapped in this childish way of thinking, right? In this competitive nature of thinking, you know, it's not really a collective thing. And I, you know. I think it will happen. I think it will happen because I think the universe will make it happen. You know, I think there are things in this world that we don't understand that are, that may be pulling the strings for all we know. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've told you about experiences of, that's happened to me that just seem completely weird and out of, you know, I had a piece of sacred geometry come to me in the dark one night. I don't know what that thing is, you know? <laughs> There's things happening we don't know about. There's oh, geez, things the going on we don't know about. And so, you know, we just have to uh, follow our intuition and, 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 uh, and be a part of our communities and see where this all leads. You know, Lords of Consciousness really seems like it's it's going somewhere. There's life to it now. Yeah, it's you've funny. given you've given birth to this child that's one years old. And it's, <laughs> it's 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 being nurtured and it's being loved and it, it's growing. You know, this 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 thing you have here is is alive. Well, it's nothing that it I it's nothing that I have, dude. It's nothing that I have. It's it's <laughs> we yeah all of us it's truly like a community it's truly something like a collective i I really i really hope that you know for some of you that are listening to this can really make it out to uh to this gathering because i think it's going to be really special june 19th through june 21st June 21st, Woods Canyon, Lake, Arizona. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Absolutely. And, and, and it's funny because it's like there's such an element of like, like unknown to it that, it, to be honest with you, there's no precedent. There wasn't like Lords of Consciousness, the Gathering of the Lords, um, you know, we've, and it's the third year that we're doing it. So at least there's like a precedent or like a... Well, this is, this is kind of how we'll, we we'll do know, it. And... We'll know what to do, what's right, what's wrong. <laughs> right, you're right. But how exciting is it to do the first one? Where it can, it's oh, like, a, it's like oh, we have a blank yeah. canvas. We're going to probably, right. we'll probably it's have 20 to 25 people show up to the, the woods and, you know, people that we've known for a while. On yeah. a, like on a, on a that you we're know, comfortable we, with. And we've shared ourselves with. On an online with. level. Yeah. There's been vulnerability be, shared. And we're gonna just do whatever we want. We can do it. It will be whatever we make it. You know what I mean? It'll just be. It'll, the precedent will be set right here, and wow. and it's not one guy. You know, I'm, I know I'm kind of the guy that's kind of coordinating it, but it's not. 
It's not the Clint Culberson show. Shit. Fuck no. I mean, this is this is like this is. I'm just coordinating a bunch of wild, <laughs> wackadoo people that come from all over the world to come meet with each other. But I joke that we're wackadoos, but amazing people, amazing people, courageous people. people who, well, Univ- people the who universe found their will, life. yeah, and the universe will reward courage. If you you buy that plane ticket and you come, it it, it will reward courage. It always does. It always oh, does. Absolutely. It always does. And and whoever comes will be rewarded in whatever way is necessary. You know, sure. it's going to be absolutely magical. I think it is. I agree. Um, pretty much, you know, pretty much. Though it's like I, I know it'll be a good time. Why? Because I can can I I decide I choose what my experiences are like. I mean, it's a Wednesday night and I'm having a hell of a time, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sitting in the backyard. It's freaking beautiful outside. The moon just came up. It's probably eighty degrees on my back porch and my, got my shirt off, just sitting on the couch and. Talking to my my homeboy Jeff down in uh, Green Valley, Arizona, and just fucking having a good night, burning some sage, recording a pod, <laughs> smoking some herb. I mean, shit, it's a fucking Wednesday night and it's epic. So, imagine if twenty of my fr- best friends in the whole world came together. What kind of shit could we do? It'd be fun, man. You know, and and to think that I I heard probably my first Joe Rogan podcast in maybe two thousand eleven. And that changed me. You know what I mean? I it was like the first time I ever heard some real good conversation going on about oh, some yeah. real good shit. And I said, "Wow, he's really got something going on here." You know. And then I discovered Duncan Trussell and all these other amazing cast of characters. Oh and, yeah, uh, Aubrey Marcus and Aubrey, of course. Um, my God. They really got something going on here. It's, it's, you know, that it's about, it's about, you know, transcending into into the next level. Let's go to the next level as a race. You know, let's reach for the stars. Let's let's discover the the hidden technologies. Yeah, it's fun, man. It's so much fun. How about just for that alone? Jump on the bus, dude. It's fucking fun, man. You're gonna have a good old time. Um, you sent me that link about level two beans. I, I still think of that. Andrew Greenhouse sent that to me about the guy that greets God on the bus. Yes, Andrew. I loved that article. Andrew, um, yeah. I think I think we will become level two. We will. We will be there. It's going to come, but I don't know what has to transcend first. Definitely us as a species, we need to transcend. We need to get out of the dark ages. But yeah, we are. And listen, and, uh, this this isn't this isn't like something that as a, like as a as a complete whole of our species that it's going to happen probably in our lifetime. Probably not. But we're just going to be a part of whatever part of this it is. You know. Well, what's it mean? Who knows? We're just in the we're coming volume. Volume thirty-seven of this amazing story. Who knows? Whatever part of the, the the story your character comes along in it is the part that you come in, and it's cool, man. It's a fun. It's right. a really fun experience just to be along for the ride. It's it's really amazing. I mean, in so many ways, in so many ways, we really are just floating down a river, dude. 
It's, oh yeah. It's just a, and just just re- stop trying to fight the current. Just let it let you let it let it flow, man. Just hop on, ride ride it, dude. It's fucking amazing. Absolutely. I I try to. I've used that analogy uh, of the surfer's wave mm-hmm. many times for for what life has to throw at you. That you just have to ride this wave for what it has. Yep. Try to make the most of it, and not you know be too gnarled up in the process and have a bad wipeout. <laughs> what we see too. <laughs> we see that these wipeouts, and we learn to take the next wave better. Yeah. You know. Um, we're all cosmic surfers in a way cosmic surfers you're right man yeah i love that analogy it's really true man and it's you know what sometimes the wave takes you down man but you just get back up sometimes that wave takes you down that's right sometimes you smash your head on on the coral reef below oh gosh and you get real cut up but you know just the, you ever see those guys that do really dangerous things and get really hurt, break all their bones or something, and then they heal up, and a couple of years later, it's like they come back and do it again. And whatever it be, I don't, you know, I've seen a couple of stories like that, you know, facing oh, your yeah. fears again, you know, and um, I think that's beautiful, man. Wow, that's we're here. Just just get up and just keep plowing through. I I love the stories like that. I find that to be so inspiring to me absolutely and we're all miracles you know we all are and we're capable of so many miraculous things but you know we need to start getting untied from these insecurities and these prejudices that we have yeah and we need to all pull together all of us need to pull together we're going to go to the next level all, all for one. Right. One for all. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know. Jeff. I think it's going to happen. Jeff, dude, man. We have, uh, I'm, I'm so happy for our friendship, man. We, You and me met on a Terrence McKenna comment thread, and we we friended each other, and then we found out we lived in Arizona, and you, I think you saw that right. I was going to Tucson one night. I was like, dude, you're in Tucson. Come visit me. I'm messaged me i'm like uh okay i guess i'll come hang out with you sure yeah, man that, why not i've, I've that's that, i've been in i've been involved in the finding mind. the others yeah <laughs> showed up your you know your roomie was you know a little like what you invited someone over and uh it ended up being an amazing experience and ever since that last summer i've been i come down to tucson for work once a month and i come visit you man and it's it's been really awesome. epic man i'm really i'm really glad that the universe yeah. has pushed us together man because it's uh it's been a fun ride and i have such a good time with you man oh, i mean dude. i don't know i don't know first off i don't know anyone who can smoke as much weed as you <laughs> <laughs> well i am a cannabis patient yes that, this is yeah. true in case the, the the police are coming but they can come them they can come <laughs> oh, they've been there. You, you were there, my friend. <laughs> but, whatever. Yeah, you know, story. to be honest with you, sometimes I just say, this is so ridiculous. I'm not going to live in fear, man. I'm tired of living in fear. I don't want to... Me too. You know, for the fact that the, some federal agent comes to my house because I'm partaking of a, of a plant, dude. A plant. You're killing me with that. 
Sometimes I just say, what if we all just, you know how you overcome the, you know, the, the prohibition of cannabis? What if we all just fucking smoke? Let's just all do it. Come to a park and we'll all smoke a joint together. What are they going to arrest us all? No, they're not. That's the, that's the point. We're controlled by the 1% and who, who, who used 10% to control us. And yet we just fall in line. We outnumber this man. We outnumber the guys that are calling all the shots. We outnumber them tenfold, almost ninefold, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We're way more. We are way more. And yet somehow we continue to let this happen. We let them lock people up in cages for, for partaking of, of really sacred medicines. No, man. Let's say no more to this. This is so ridiculous. It's truly ridiculous. And we don't have to let the guy, the one guy, take all the coconuts. Fuck that guy. Let's share, man. Let's share a little bit here. And it's it's not that, it's not like that typical Republican argument of just, you know, well, if you're not going to work hard for it, you know, I I get all that. That that is true, by the way. The point is, we should all be picking our own coconuts. You know, everyone, oh, yeah. you know, self autonomy. The Republicans are right. The conservatives are right to this extent. That you know what. Taking care of yourself is way better. You will be more happy by by being self-autonomous. You know, if you're going to depend on others for for you know sustenance in life, that's fine. It's okay to receive help. It really truly is, but you will have way more happiness if you do it yourself. You will have way more happiness when you're taking care of yourself and you're not relying on a government to pay your fucking bills or or your parents or you know someone else. And that's, right. again, it's okay. Oh, yeah. Like, we should take care of people. So that is true, man. We should fucking take care of the least among us and help each other when we're down. But we should be, then, when you help each other when you're down, you, you give them some food. And then you teach them how to, how to fish, dude. You teach them how to fish. Let's teach each other how to fish. Instead, right. of, we don't have to just, it doesn't have to just be 10 of us going out fishing and bringing it back to the other 90 who are just sitting there fucking doing nothing. That, it doesn't have to be that. That's a bullshit system, too. It's fucking... It's That's bullshit, too. The system really is, let's teach. Let's help each other. But then let's teach each other. And let's... You know, this world is a world of abundance. It's not a world of scarcity. We ha- There's plenty for all of us. But let's teach us all how to get it and create it. You know? We can do this shit, man. Exactly. <laughs> I think so. Jeff, anyway, we're going to turn into a pumpkin. We're at an hour and 40 minutes. Holy shit. All right. This was fun. This had a great was, talk with you. This was awesome, man. This is, just another, this is just another Tuesday night for Jeff and Clint sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> just another day. But I'm glad we got to record this one and share it with our loved ones because really, truly, we do love the people that we're associated with and uh, you know, it's really truly an honor to even be involved in and involved in such sharing and openness and you yeah, know, like you said, living guys. from your heart I mean, space, man. Let's amazing. live from our heart space. Let's do this, man. It's masculine as fuck too. It really is, man. Any men live out there, this is this is what real being a real man is, you know? Being a real man is really opening your heart all the way that's where it's at dude it's fucking awesome doing it doing absolutely it like this. and that's how and that's how we heal you know we, we when we lay these insecurities out and what we're dealing with and what shadow work is going on mm-hmm. this is how we get better this is how we get better 
as a species. You know, we, we're deeply, been deeply hurt. And uh, we're just dealing with all the pain right now. But we'll get there. I, I got faith in it. Couldn't agree more, man. So, yeah, just a shout out to, um, um, to Kathy. Uh, you've been a shining light for me, and I want to thank you. Um, Kathy Wintermute, awesome. She should be a guest. She should, man. She should. You need. We need a lady. We need a lady lord. <laughs> we do, right? Here. That's true. I think, yes, yes. Maybe. And you know, I yeah. have another idea too. Well, real Actually, quick, real quick, hold your hold that because let okay. me just say, Kathy's been a shining light in my life too, as you know. Oh, she's great. And obviously, that's an understatement. And and uh, you know. <laughs> she's an amazing woman and just truly has affected my life and changed it for the, for the better. And, you know, in many ways, you know, she was my, her and I were together for several years and, you know, thank you. You know, she, she's been someone that's truly deeply affected my life. So, yeah. And she knows that I've told her in many ways. So, but you're right. And I'm so glad that you're friends with her too, man. She's, she's beautiful. And and I have another idea. Go, let's hear it. I think, at this first annual Lords of Consciousness campout, we should do a podcast. Oh, we are, dude. We will. We should do maybe a couple of them. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I dig that. Yeah, so we could bring we could bring the gathering to those folks who can't who can't make it. You know, we will. We're going to be making videos, and uh, Chase is going to be recording a lot of video. Oh, that would be great. Chase yeah, we'll is, uh, to be honest with you, Chase is, uh, you know, maybe this is, I'm not sure I should release this, but Chase and I kind of want to collaborate on making like a documentary together about this experience awesome. that we're having and get footage Beautiful. and record a lot of footage at the gathering to, of, of people and interviewing people and just, I, we don't know exactly how it'll all come together, but just the, just to... Let's capture these moments and let's create something that is, that is, I don't know, maybe showing others how to, maybe showing others a, a way of, of doing it or whatever you want to call it. Or just, I just, I, I look at this, I look at these groups, all of these groups, you know, and uh, we'll release this to the McKenna group too, man, for sure. And oh, cool. for any of those people listening, McKenna group people, uh, uh, yeah. Lord's I group, Acid Math, whatever, these, these kind of groups, man. Let's let's all show the world what's possible. Like, just what's what the human experience. We don't even know, by the way. We're doing we're doing it as we go. Nobody fucking has any idea. We talk about all this transcendence, but what what does that look like? Who the hell knows? But let's figure it out. We know it's happening. It's it's like we can just say that it's happening for sure. But what does it look like? I don't. Let's we're doing it right now. Let's just show the world what we're possible. What's possible? But let's heal ourselves first. Oh yeah. You know, give yourself a break and let's and let's heal ourselves. Amen. Because I think that's what takes it. That's what really takes it to the next level. Well, you're you know, you're you're truly. If you really want to help people in your life, a lot of people will have that desire to help people. But if you really want to help people, the best thing that you can do, the best father you can be, the best mother you can be, brother you can be, sister you can be, husband and wife, whatever, you will be a better all of that if you really take care of your work, you know, you clear yeah. your lens, you, you, you release all that stuff that's holding you back. You overcome Absolutely. your fears. You will be a, 
you'll be a sharper tool in the sense than sharpen your tool. If you really want to go to work and do something, whatever you want to call it, I don't, you know, sorry. I did, however that shows up, if you really, whatever you want to do in this world, if you want to be an artist, dude, clear your lens so you can actually see, you know, see period. Just that, just see, and you will be, you will be, you will get so much more done. You'll satiate the present moment like you've never experienced before. You will you will attract the most amazing things into your life. Amazing people, amazing experiences, amazing places, amazing even matter. Even even the material world of abundance will, will show up in your life if you just do this. But you got like you said, take care of your shit, man. Seriously, yeah. whatever you're fearing, whatever topic you don't want to talk about, that's what's holding you back. That's what's holding all of us back. Yes, and these emotional blockages, recognize them. Amen, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you and me, Wait, dude, our combos are fucking you, awesome. I love you, too. Seriously and legitimately, I love you. I love you, man, and <laughs> I appreciate it. And you know what? That's not gay. That ain't no gay thing to say. I fucking it love you. ain't no you. gay thing. And... And, we all love one another. Yes, in this, in this group, and and it's just it's just amazing to see uh, the support and in uh, these videos, guys. Keep them rolling in. It's beautiful. Absolutely love it. That is right. So uh, keep rolling, so, uh, rolling, rolling. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Yeah, Thanks dude. Thank it you, man. Great. You're the man. So we'll, you'll be on again, dude. But uh, All right. make sure you find Jeffrey. It's Jeffrey. Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones on Facebook. R E Y. Friend request this guy so you can you can check out his artwork because it's really amazing and check out his wisdom and and uh, just just uh, hell be friends with a really cool dude man and uh, you know your art will be known by many eventually but it, it's getting there already man amazing stuff so thanks for being on homie thank you. You the Thank man. You. Thank you. And it's been fun. Signing. All right. Signing off.